0: Gosh. That's like Woo! coming through on my devices.
1: Sorry, man. Alright. All, All right, of so... them. Wow. <laughs> Amazing We're stuff. Back. Sorry, we've been we've been gone for like weeks. A few weeks. Holy.
0: Oh, um, since then I am a year older. Uh, uh yeah, happy birthday again. Thank you. Um, I think I got a haircut since then? If you look like you did. Okay, I wasn't sure if I got the haircut before or after <laughs> our last show. Just blacked out and woke yeah. up with less hair. Less hair, less hair on my head and on my face. Um, mm. I just shaved the face yesterday, literally
1: yesterday. Yes, I also shaved yesterday.
0: Ah, yes, you look much more clean and smooth. But I couldn't let it all go, and then I honestly messed up on what I was trying to do. And mm. I was like, let's try to fix it.
1: And this is what I have now. Yeah, yeah, that's that's the worst thing about shaving. Like, you, there's no undo button on it, unfortunately. <laughs> there is none. You can't just you can't just be like Dennis and go like, Hah! and just grow another <laughs> mustache automatically. You can't um
0: you can't be like a Saiyan and just grow them and grow a mustache really fast, <laughs> quickly, just by working out straight. Oh uh, yeah, with a God. Okay. How Is that many the days was that? Did, did Goku have a beard?
1: Uh oh, and Super.
0: Yeah, he and Vegeta got oh. beards at one point after working out with Whis for like a
1: while. Oh, cool! Yeah. I didn't know that. All right, so Saiyans can grow beards. Interesting. Yeah, they can. They can grow beards and mustaches. Mustaches. Yeah, Nappa's Nappa's got one. Duh. And of Vegeta course. had one in GT. Yeah, yeah, god, yeah, yeah. I would man i nothing would make me want to play dragon ball fighters more the arc system works games so if they had added forget about all the additions of goku let's just add vegeta vegeta from gt with a mus, mustache specifically
0: the that's mustache. what we that's need what we're, that's what we're looking for is the mustache yes looking for more mustaches and uh, sp- uh like like the mustache that was on and mcgregor's face for obi-wan kenobi that is
1: how we slide straight into things here on uh where are we though Uh, it is, uh, hold on, let me check the fucking map here. Oh, yes, the J&J Securecast. Where I'm Jared. And I'm Jordan. And on this podcast, we like to talk
0: about
1: stuff we care care about. about. Yes, it is stuff that we care about. And if we talk about something that uh, you don't care about, but want to hear something that you do, check the time codes and descriptions that Jared lovingly takes the time out to write after this whole editing. But today we're talking about things like uh, The End of Kenobi, AW Forbidden Door, and Blood and Guts. And I think we're going to talk about a few other things. This episode is going to be kind of short. We're going to speak through things.
0: Yeah. What, Sorry. We're going to split, we're gonna go through things quickly.
1: Yes, yes. Mainly, mainly because I, tomorrow I'm leaving on a flight for Canada. <laughs> he's going to canada folks yeah i'm going up to toronto tomorrow uh so no show next week yeah but, next uh, i will week. be back but anyways yeah let's get into it so we
0: had to make sure we get a show out of here out here i mean you could have done a show like you just wouldn't have had all your stuff i'm the one who broadcasted but then again, also you would have been probably been busy with shit
1: <laughs> yeah i would have been all over the place i don't know what's canadian internet up there true you got the canadian internet yeah. let
0: me know how the canadian internet is with your canadian bacon and ham Yes. Ah, uh, Belle. Yes. Oh, boy. Um, But that's. Um, but, like, also, we usually like to start things off here on the JJ Security Cast podcast. I got a couple of little fun notes and such to go to talk about. Why did my things go all the way back to. Why did my notes have to go all the way back to the top? Because D is coming. And it's not happening.
1: Wait. The Bless plans. you. Bless you. <laughs> <laughs> Poor <laughs> I'm sorry. That's okay right. I keep no, looking not. down because I'm looking down on my phone because we've had audio troubles and I'm I have Chrome off on my end just so You're all fine, the delicious don't worry. power. Yeah, but all the delicious power wants to go to my Discord now, so that, oh, I'm going to allow it to do that. Makes sense. Makes sense.
0: All right, so I got corrections. A, oh yes. Yeah, so, oh, you put some. Wow, you put some in too. Did I put
1: into corrections?
0: Did you? I, I don't... No, I don't think so. <laughs> oh, I'm in the wrong... Th- I'm on the wrong thing. I'm in the wrong thing. Episode 59. I. You said you had some corrections. <laughs> Sorry. And oh, I, yeah. Well, I, I, I have I them up on 49. my phone. Sorry. All right.
1: So... I'm 56. Death I of put, the i. IP- yes. All right. Death of the iPod. Jared did not have a smartphone yet, no yet in high school to the point where he went for his first debit card and then... And they wanted to show him how he couldn't... He could how take, a, take picture a picture of, of the check, check on the app. But he didn't have the phone that could have the app yet. They were they were doing all those commercials on TV about how with your
0: smartphone, if you have the Bank of America app, you could take a picture of your check and it'll go right and it'll deposit right away into your in your bank mm-hmm. account. And they were yeah. telling me about that while I'm trying to get my first debit card. I'm like, oh, that'd be great if I had a smartphone. Shows my uh, slot my phone with a sliding keyboard. Mm-hmm. And uh, not very much that I could do with it. Oh yeah. And they're like, yeah.
1: So I. I I don't know. It was a fun story it reminded me of. Oh, uh, yeah. So, uh, the wrestling show uh, with Nia Jax or Solana that was hosted by the Authors of Pain did not go on as scheduled. Yeah. I don't think it even happened. It got mm. it got canceled by the Queen's Jubilee or whatever. I, I don't even... Is that... What is that? I actually didn't hear that. Part. I don't know. But I know that's... What, I was listening to the World Culture Podcast and they were talking about it. Mm. And the same day the show was going to happen, it was happened to be the day of the Queen's Jubilee. So... I don't know what that was. Uh, Jared should watch the OSW review of WrestleMania Seven. Oh yeah, you told me uh, to watch that. And yeah, it that up is Hogan versus Slaughter. That that was that was yes. that was that was that happened. Yes. Uh, and Jarrett mentions Mark Sterling still being Jay Cargill's manager at Double or Nothing, but then uh, Stokely Hathaway had to arrive yeah, conveniently.
0: That was in uh, pr- predictions, I believe. Yes. Or reactions. I don't remember. Mm. Something like that. But yeah, that happened. That's all the corrections and fun notes I had. Just occurred, I, I, I wanted, Stokely Hathaway just had to ruin the prediction, I guess. And now it's... Mark Sterling is just... What has he really done since then? He's, he helped out
1: some jobbers. He, he he wrestled on he wrestled against Danhausen on a show recently. I know that on like an actual show. Yeah, I think it might. Well, it might have been a buy-in for uh, a double or nothing. Yeah, that was APB. a tag match. Yeah, that was the last thing I
0: remember. Yeah, that was uh, him and H- Danhausen and Hook against Tony Nice and Mark Schilling. I think that's the last match that Hook has had, too. Oh, wow, really? As far as Jeez. I'm sure. They've really just had some oh, bunch okay. of backstage skits since then, I think. Oh, okay, then. Mm. About their friendship. But yeah. it is what it is. Moving on now from our fun notes and corrections to some JJ
1: travels and fun stuff we've been doing. Jordan, can you remember anything? Uh, I do have some fun stuff. Hold on. I okay. gotta grab it. Because I grab talked it. about a while back when I got Laser Optimus Prime. Yes. I said that as I exposed myself, <laughs> I apologize. You're fine. Nice oh shirt. God. I can press a button on my keyboard. Anyways. Nice shirt. Uh, what is that? Where'd you get it's that? It's the all the, the AEW shirt we got at the event. Oh, cool. They were all out of they were all out of the the nice stuff, so I got the generic. Anyways. Mm-hmm so i said i was gonna get labels for laser optimus prime because honestly he was looking a little bland uh since then i have put them on and now he is definitely not oh uh, i don't know if you can see all of i them. definitely could see a bunch
0: of them though it's yeah so a way bunch more of detailed.
1: details a bunch of details here added matrix Seen to the chest little tiny g2 autobot symbols bunch of additional little sticker details here like the triangle an you did an immaculate job with the stickerings, sir. Thank you. Yeah, I tried to keep things nice and uh, straight, even some stuff for the sword. Surprisingly, so works well on clear plastic. And the eyes as well. I gave them the bright blue eyes. A lot of alternate stickers. There's, like, alternate decals for the chest and, like, eye color. And even the kneecaps here, which I really do appreciate all the different the options here. Um, for the But for the truck mode, it was really good because it originally was, darker. like, just dark. It was originally just, like dark clear plastic so it was like you couldn't see it you couldn't see and there's like no interior or anything so what's the Mm -hmm. point so i decided there was nice bright blue windows and the main event is the trailer now let's see that trailer. i think i think having a decal of yourself shooting stuff (laughs) is a little ostentatious (laughs) wow but i like it it's it's charming though it's really it genuinely is very very charming different angles too that's oh it's so cool yeah definitely and when you open it up for its like supply mode i don't know how well i can show this but you have a bunch of like wiring detail in there mm. Love. Like, oh my goodness all the little blue marks yeah it's not it's not every single surface but honestly given how long this took me over the course of like a few days I- i'm good
0: mm-hmm.
1: i'm good and then on like even on the sides there are like a bunch of computer screens and whatnot and now the shadows are just the shadows are defeating me You can still show them off like there's a bunch of computer screens even here on the inside as I well so them. crazy amount of detail there are still a couple stickers i haven't put on uh, apparently they have sent out a, a really cheap uh, amendment set which like they charge like a penny for and i noticed it towards the end so there's like one more stuff but it's like i, I might not put it on yet i don't know but other than that that's my laser optimus prime fully upgraded and he doesn't feel overly detailed so he does fit in still well with the rest of my collection which mm-hmm. is good nice yeah it was a very beautiful one i like i loved all the i love the sticker. i love basically i just it added more color to it. it that's exactly what it needed to do yeah absolutely yeah it's just it like more vibrant like, with, with, with budgets the way they are these days they're still trying to make the toys as solid as possible unfortunately that means sort of a lack of pain where there wouldn't be like maybe like 10 years ago hmm but it is what it is, and I like the um, I like I like the toy hacks as a company. They make a bunch of like additional option alternate options as well, like even with the eye color, which you could have classic blue eyes, the original G1 toy, yellow eyes, and the original G two toy red eyes, which I, I didn't go for the red eyes, they're a little too violent. <laughs> for Optimus Prime I think it's a bit much Understandable. sorry about that no that's alright yeah I'm gonna probably keep looking at uh, toyhacks.com and seeing what else they come up with because they even come up with um, label sets that turn existing toys into like new basically new characters by changing details and and, you mentioned that about uh, doing that with
0: certain figures uh, right being able to change them Yeah. All right, sorry about that, trying to get the word out there. But that's, uh, did you you have another one there, too, or no? Oh, no, No, I'm good. I'm good. Well, I had a few things that I did here. I did a few changes to the room. Finally got one poster, for example. Got some other posters up again, Mm -hmm. as you noticed, as you saw before earlier, but not everyone else. Hey! I finally got the LED lights in here. Mm -hmm. Um, probably gonna stream with them on some more. Or at least hopefully get back to streaming with them on. Um... I just set up things a little bit different. I don't know, things are cleaner, my room is cleaner. I got a new side desk too. Uh, Can't exactly show you off from that angle, but the the lights go like all the way around my room. Actually, you know what, hang on.
1: I think if I turn off one of the lights. This is gonna be interesting. All right. Yeah? Okay. How's that look? Can you all still see me? Yeah, I can still
0: see you. Is this worth it or should I turn on a light again? Uh, I think it's fine. Okay, I wasn't sure. I mean, I could also just set it to be completely as white the whole time, white lights.
1: Yeah. Mm
0: Mhm. Maybe that helps, and also got the closet light still. If I didn't have the closet lights, oh yeah, that's too dark. Yeah, it's too dark. (laughs) Yeah, didn't think so. Also, just the well, hang on. We're gonna experiment,
1: folks. Yep. There you go. Keep going.
0: I opened
1: some windows. There you go. That's better. Windows
0: open. Ugh. camera does add 10 pounds. (laughs) Sorry. (laughs) I was looking at myself there. Okay. Mm. Moving on to why J&J Travels included. Um, We celebrated my birthday, as we talked about. Mm. And with that, we went to Escapology. An escape room. And uh, unfortunately there, we did not... Get through the whole task. We got we got close. We yeah. got literally to the last puzzle. Yeah, the like one or two puzzles remaining. I didn't know which. Um, we got a little stuck in the beginning, mm-hmm. or a lot stuck in the beginning, because we really couldn't figure some stuff out. And yeah, at one point, some people were not doing math very well. Yeah. It's funny because like the guy that was doing math is that was trying to do the math was an English teacher. Why did he keep he kept insisting on he he doesn't he's not even
1: an English. He's a a substitute teacher right now, but he got an English degree. Love you, David. Yeah, that was interesting. I I think I, I feel like with these escape rooms and this was my first time experiencing it and I had a fantastic time i feel like the thing with this escape room it's like you have to be you have to like yeah it it depends on the puzzle like i feel like eight we went in there with eight people i feel like that might have been too many i I don't know that might have been like close to enough i think
0: like maybe like one or two people less it could have been perfect
1: well like especially what i mean by that is like everyone's kind of on their own threads yeah and it wasn't really they really weren't all coming together yeah that's true Sometimes, you know, most of the time they did, but there are times where it really didn't. I think that's why it took a little longer. Yeah, than maybe so, it normally would. I don't know. It still, it, it was still a lot of fun though. Yeah, it was good. Also, once we got more space too. Yeah, God, that one room. <laughs>
0: that it, one room. We were solving
1: in a murder mystery until, and then we opened up the bookcase.
0: But well, yeah. we're not going to spoil it, of course. I mean, we can spoil a little bit. It's just, every escape room is different in every place. This is an escape. I game. know, but it's like I don't want to give. up Anyway, nah, anyways yeah we didn't even finish it we're not smart enough to finish it our group no i think we i think we were if we had more time if we had like another extra 15 minutes i think we could have yeah we probably could have uh and if we hadn't got like uh, literally they were telling us at one point that we got some math wrong Mm. we literally they they asked us uh, they they were listening and asking us if we were doing the math right mm-hmm. oh my gosh um but that was a fun one uh wait a minute I'm being told uh, by someone who was there that they were smart enough, but uh, we did not want to speak up over some of the, la- the the loud people.
1: Yeah, yeah. There were definitely there were unfortunately definitely some there were definitely yeah. some people who were kind of dominating personalities. Yes. Not Love in that. a super and not a super asshole way, but yeah. just sort of. It happened. Le- trying to lead. It happened. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah, it's all right. Uh,
0: that was a good time. Definitely would like to try it again though. If not that, I could also definitely go uh, to Stumpy's again. That was fun last year. Yes. Go hatchet throwing. Mm
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Moving on from there, I also went the next night to see Paul McCartney. Paul McCartney live at MetLife's and Oh, such a fun show. Oh, my goodness. I loved it. I had such a good time. Mm Mm-hmm. Paul McCartney, like it started, like the show started at eight o'clock, but really what started at eight o'clock was like a half hour long video of just like classic Paul McCartney imagery and music playing like throughout the year, stuff that you wouldn't hear that night.
1: Okay. Just songs, there's video packages and stuff playing. Interesting, like 30, like at 30 minutes, was it like like the past moments of like the best life bits or yeah basically the best stuff in his huh. life there stuff with like all the other Beatles and such too um, okay it was just a
0: video package really like it was a long video thing while you know people are filing in because like the ticket says the show starts at eight o'clock so this is about when everyone's filing in to actually get to their seats yeah everyone still has to sit down yeah yeah <laughs> exactly like that's about when we walked in too like at eight mm-hmm. o'clock and uh, we knew it was still going we knew he wasn't gonna go on yet we watched him walk through the tunnel on the entrance because we had very high uh seats we did these were very expensive seats. Great okay. show. Came out uh, to. I need to look up this set list actually because mm-hmm. it was a good set list. Some old and new stuff. Mm-hmm. Starting off with uh, "Can't Buy Me Love" by the Beatles. Going to Junior's farm. Tons of Beatles and uh, Wings classics. Junior, uh, "Letting Go," "Go Go," "Got to Get You Into My Life," "Roll Roll," yeah, "Let Me Roll It." Great Wings song. I love that one. Uh, "Getting Better." Maybe I'm Amazed. Love that one. Uh, They did all the big classes. They did not do... um, Oh, no, never mind. They did do Let Let It Be and Hey Jude. Mm. I popped huge, huge, when uh, part with the night he says, uh, I have a friend here tonight. He's looking to come on stage. He's a local boy. And uh, everyone in the crowd starts going, And it's like, oh, oh, yeah, you caught it there. It's a, uh, Mr. Bruce Springsteen.
1: Oh, that's cool. Yeah, I was Let's so happy.
0: Fuck yes. yeah. Springsteen came out. Um, they came out. They did "Glory Days," Springsteen song, and uh, I, and they did a cover of "I Want to Be Your Man" or another Beatles song, "I Want to Be Your Man." Bruce uh, and I mean, it's it's funny because uh, that's actually a Ringo song, song. Mm. And they played. Uh, they had a couple a weird thing that night. Apparently, I, Ringo and Paul are not doing well in their friendship recently. Because mm-hmm. during the night, he mentions different events that happened with him and John. He mentioned a nice. He was ta- did a nice little story about him and George. You know, Springsteen was there. Oh, John Bon Jovi was also there because it was the two days before Paul McCartney's birthday. Also, so Bon Jovi was like, uh, it was like, came out. And was like, so me and all this. Hundred this thousand, this th- ten thousand people here are all gonna sing you happy birthday, Paul. and three, <laughs> two, and then everyone sings, and he lets Aww. go with some balloons up. They hit the top of the stage. <laughs> yeah, so thankfully they're not going all the way into space. Yeah, yeah. John Bon Jovi, that was great. Uh, they end the show with um, "I've Got a Feeling," which they did a virtual duet with John uh, with John Lennon. Oh, that's one of the songs that um, they did it on the rooftop. In that famous rooftop concert, yeah, okay. Um, let's see with John Bon Jovi. They did, they played the song Birthday by the Beatles, mm-hmm. Helter Skelter, and then the whole Golden Slumbers Carry That Wait the End uh jam with mm-hmm. uh the jam, including Springsteen on guitar as well. Mm-hmm. Lots of different b- guitarists and such. There, oh my god, great concert. Second time I'd seen Paul McCartney ever, and uh, hopefully, nonetheless, that man is 80 years old now wow beatles was like 60 years ago
1: man over yep. 60
0: years ago yep and that music is still iconic
1: <laughs> yeah, it's uh, still cool it's still cool that they're still around yeah most oh not god. all of them but most yeah half some of them, them
0: half of them are oh god yeah half of them are around and who knows for how much longer yeah gotta appreciate and love them all right but we gotta keep moving things moving on because we said we we're gonna do a quick one and we are God, we're, we're, not. we're not going. We're not going. We failed that. We failed that. It's already a half hour in. Well, I guess we're going to... Um, let's quickly note... Uh, do we want to talk about anything that we
1: wrote here? Just the sad story? Uh, I've, I mean... I mean, do you, I mean, like every, like we're talking about the Ezra Miller stuff. I mean, that's been a whole nightmare. Uh, There's so much going into it and it's been going on for the course of three weeks. I feel like the story's not done yet. It's not. No, we have a long it's time. It's far time. from done. As far I as- almost wonder if we want to
0: like wait until it's over. <laughs> Let's just say that where we're at now is that he yelled at some people doing karaoke already, um, punched another lady in a bar. He gets into bar fights. Apparently he films them and gets them made into NFTs. <sighs> the images from them... Is...
1: Warner Brothers has decided that he's no longer going to be involved in any DC projects going yeah. forward. After this yeah. Flash
0: movie comes out, which has already been delayed enough, mm-hmm. they should scrap it. There's some incident involving a family and a board game. I don't know. that. I just know that that happened. Um, he has possibly kidnapped a child. Yeah. <sighs> and is uh, currently missing still with them, with that child. Mm-hmm. And mocked the authorities by posting, if I remember on his Instagram story, I believe, you cannot touch me, I am in another universe. And another message said, message from another dimension. Oh so, boy. on the off chance that, you know, this is, on the, on the one hand, this is also a very horrible thing, but on the other hand, that's some great advertising and marketing for The Flash right there. God, <laughs> I guess. Uh, another dimension he stole. <laughs> this is a Hollywood actor. Yeah. Uh, remember, uh, they. By the way, uh, they. Uh, they pronouns. They.
1: They. Yeah. Here's yes. the thing. I. I don't know what. I don't know what goes on with like. I don't know. I don't know what Ezra's like. Back. Ezra's like childhood is like. I have no idea if he was acting since he was two or whatever. But it's just like. They're, they're if, very troubled. If you got kids. If you got they're. kids, you got to tell them no from an early age and not be afraid to tell them to f off. Well, not f off. All but right. it's just like. To discipline them properly. Otherwise, it's like when they get to adulthood. And they, they just and start resisting. Like, yeah, they go nuts. Yeah, something like that. I
0: don't know, but he, the, they are still wanted. We do not know what is happening. Flash... I like this article right here They I have. Uh, Ezra Miller wanted. The Flash vanishes after crisis of public perception. <sighs> yes. Meant to be the face of queer Hollywood after stealing everybody's hearts in... Perks of being a world flower, It is safe to say that this has not been the case as a rising personality is stand uh, standing up to gender based violence. Wait, what is this article? It, it's an article that seems like it's going over like his whole like history up there. until this point. There, they pronoun. You got to use a uh, gender. Uh, they, excuse me. Non-binary. Sorry. Yeah, it's okay. Don't worry. not you didn't know it first. I'll uh, get used to it. Yeah, but um, let's just say it's it's it hasn't been very good. we we'll, we'll there will be more. Hopefully, this person is found and can find the help, maybe. Yes. Um, but hopefully, also, they get kicked out of Hollywood for doing that. Because you yeah. kidnapped someone that is terrible. Mm-hmm. But speaking, speaking of other sad stories, we've got to talk about Jeff Hardy. We got to. Yeah. Mm. So, just before we were about to leave things, um, or we left, you know, for to do things, I think we came, the last episode we were on, we recorded was after MJF's big promo. Yes. And, um... After that, that Jeff Hardy and the Young Bucks were to compete against the Luchas, Luchasaurus and Jungle Boy in a ladder match mm-hmm. for the Tag Championships. Then that Sunday or Monday, something like that, the uh, weekend before, Jeff Hardy was arrested.
1: Yes, arrested uh, for you know driving Under intoxicated. The yes. This isn't the first time that this has happened. Uh, he got caught and arrested at 10 a.m. in the morning. Mm-hmm. And he was hammered, and AEW has uh, suspended him without pay, and they have confirmed that he is actually seeking treatment. And I saw actually today that uh, Jeff pleaded uh, not not guilty for his DUI charge. Ooh. So events are happening. I don't. I don't really know like what the like the full sentence is. Let me see if I can find it again. Yeah. I mean, I don't know. I don't like. This might be like the last time we see Jeff. I don't know. At this point, I, I as, well, as sad as it is to see, because Jeff Hardy
0: is an icon, he's one of the greatest of all time. He is, well, if it wasn't for him, the young bucks probably wouldn't have gotten inspired. We wouldn't have had a AW today. Um, no. Yeah but in this case he could have put some he could have hurt someone he was driving a car uh, intoxicated he could have put someone in danger like we got to really think about it like this he he fucked up bad this time like
1: yeah obviously he did like he kept saying he didn't have a problem but it's yes, like now yes after leaving WWE and saying he didn't have a problem and yeah exactly yeah so we it don't know what happened the first yeah this isn't the first yeah and like you said this isn't the first time that this is, this exact scenario has happened this year yeah, or was that late last year? I don't remember. I don't remember when it was. It was. Uh, it was a. Lot, it was last year. Mm. It, sometime a like November, it December time last year, or it was during like 2020. But basically, the point is, is that this is repeated behavior. So
0: it has to. It really. It has to stop. So hopefully, mm. Jeff Hardy can get the treatment and
1: <sighs> hopefully it sticks. Yeah, hopefully it sticks. Should we just stick with wrestling and then Kenobi? Yeah, we're on that we're on that topic, so we're all going right. on to like much happier things because Forbidden Door happened. Oh yeah, A- and w- boy, the show looked like this show looked like it was snake pit, but it turned out really good. Oh yeah, I have to agree with you there. Yeah.
0: After so much like, let's just all the injuries going into this. Tomohiro yes. Ishii, Daniel Bryan or Bryan Danielson, CM Punk. Um, who else? Daniel Omega's still out. Um, uh, uh, Hiromu Takahashi. Couldn't make it
1: yeah um, uh, who else was supposed to be in this uh, I feel like uh, Clark Connors was a substitute yes Clark yeah, yeah, Connors for- was a substitute for Tommy Ishii. and then also surrounding the card um, uh, Adam Cole worked like- that match injured I think and there's something screwy with the finish yeah, if he might have gotten concussed during the match.
0: Yeah, exactly. Oh, uh, it's awesome. a couple of other awesome stuff happened. Let's be honest, there was, there was great stuff, but uh, we'll get into it. There were matches that weren't announced until, like, the day of, or were never announced until they happened live on the card. <laughs> mm-hmm. So was it all buy-in stuff, or...? Mostly buy-in stuff. Okay. All, all the buy-in matches were announced, I think, either the weekend or days before. Mm-hmm. So going at, let's just start right there with the buy-in itself bishamon uh, Hi- hiroki goto and Hiroshihashi defeated the factory's aaron solo and qt Marshall. it's actually cu- good because the the factory have been getting featured a lot on and uh, N- njpw strong so it makes sense for them for them to just to be on the pay-per-view as okay. as little as they are normally featured on dynamite so it works it mm-hmm. makes sense yes um and yeah bishamon beat them yeah yeah of course I wasn't paying attention a lot to the first few matches. I was sitting outside because it was a nice okay. day and just enjoying yeah. the air before pe- before yeah. everyone I, arrived. I didn't watch the fight. <laughs> there you go. Well, it's funny because I was like, well, when I sent you the predictions, like I like, 5-15, I think, mm-hmm. this next match was not even on the Wikipedia page yet.
1: Oh, yeah. Yeah. This was weird. This was new.
0: Yeah. Lance Archer defeated Nick Camarado those they're both aew wrestlers but lance archer used to be in new japan and is i guess technically still a member of suzuki gun
1: yeah that would make sense yeah he, i think he's in the g1 this year as well yes, so he's yes, gonna he be going and competing there yes i think he's he's technically the only guy who's representing aew and in, in yeah which is kind of lame yeah i mean i would have like put put i'm trying to think if it would be a good g1 put I mean, put christian in there no too old Keith Lee. Uh, too old. Uh, Keith Lee. Put Marco Stunt. No. He, he's not in AEW anymore. Damn it. You're right. You're right. Yeah, he's gone. Uh, yeah. Who's a big loser that we could put in there? Nick Camarado. <laughs> Nick Camarado. There you go. Yeah. <laughs> Have fun,
0: kid. <laughs> I guess it's why they guys send Archer then, yeah. Or, you know what? Brian Cage. <laughs> oh, yeah, sure. He's not doing anything. But also, yeah. speaking of the G1 itself, God, have you seen the brackets this year? Seven, four, four blocks, seven people in each block. <sighs> yeah, it's a lot. When does it start? I want to keep track of it this year, honestly. I'd love to watch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Do that week-to-week Start Probably start now, for all we know. Uh, I think it's actually, no, it's next month. Okay. Okay, Yes, yeah, so we've got some time. Next! I mean, I guess that's actually, that's why they had this match between uh, Lance Archer and Nakamura because it was to get ready for the G1. Mm-hmm. That would make the most sense. So yeah, next is Swerve and Our Glory against Suzuki guns S. L. Desperado, and
1: Yoshinobu Kanamaru. Okay, I was so confused on the main card. And I'm like, I feel like there's something missing. And I thought like like Keith and uh, Swerve's match was gonna be on the main show. No. Okay. They were. They were. They, this was a match. Uh, this match was announced
0: during the weekend. Good match for the two teams, honestly um mm. suzuki gun looked good uh, i think el desperado could have gotten a few a little bit more offense in sometimes uh from what i remember seeing at least but this match actually mm. it's considering the time like look at the time it has it's the longest match on the pre-show yeah 12 minutes yep so i hey they must at- keith lee and swerve deserve the time and i want to hear swerve's theme more than i want to hear keith lee's to be honest yeah, I like it more. <laughs> mm-hmm. And next was Max Caster in the Gun Club against New Japan Dojo Yuji Uemura and the LA Dojo. <laughs> Just so mush that came out of your mouth, Yuji
1: Uemura. That's his name. Yeah, there you <laughs> go. Yuji Uemura. Yeah. yeah, this the the this, the the scissor. Yeah. The scissor team. The I mean, scissor it, w- boys. it was
0: really only Billy Gunn and Max Caster because Austin and Colton Gunn ended up running out because Dan hasn't played some ass boys music for them. Okay. <laughs> they are the ass boys, so, yeah. It was a, basically a two-on-four. It, it was a two-on-four uh, where the two won because Billy Gunn counts as actually two people himself, I guess. Because he, he looks he looks like he ate two people. Yes, he does. He looks Compared like he to, like, everyone else. Yes. Yeah, exactly. Uh, so... I guess good on Max Caster and, the, and Billy Gunn. Mm, yeah. That's all I could say. Nice to see Billy Gunn. I guess it's nice to see Billy Gunn get a win. Yeah, it is. With his age, yeah. Starting with the main card now.
1: All right, I took notes on this shit. Hold oh, on. boy. Oh, boy. I'm excited. Uh, yeah, just little th- bits and bobbles here. So, we got for our first match, it was Minoru Suzuki and Les Sex Gods. Chris Jericho and Sammy Guevara defeated Eddie Kingston, Wheeler Yuta, and Shooter. Yes. Cool death stare from the shooter. uh, Shota Umino. Yes. Uh, Shota Umino coming back in for this. Shota looked great. (laughs) Yeah, he. Yeah, I noticed like a real theme with this card is that. the, uh, the the newer members of uh, New Japan Pro Wrestling really getting a lot of spotlight and a lot of uh, moments to shine here, and they did not waste that. No, they didn't at all. Good- uh,
0: they didn't at all. Uh, Shota Umino only recently really came back to New Japan as well uh, after yes. being on his excursion for such a long time. He was reintroduced by John Moxley back at Windy City Riot.
1: Good, good, yeah. So, yeah, so we open the match. Utah starts with uh, just basically unleashing Suplex City <laughs> mm-hmm. and ending it with a goddamn angle slam out of nowhere. And it's like, okay, this is the speed that we're going at with him. Oh, yeah. All right. <laughs> cool. Only, only end up losing anyway, though. Yeah. And it was a very match that was early in the card.
0: I don't remember it very well, to be honest.
1: Yeah. I mean, it was a, a big showcase for, for uh, Shota primarily. Yes.
0: Um And Sammy Guevara. I think that this was that it was
1: mainly a showcase for him because I could
0: see because, well, OK, look at this. We had Wheeler Yuta there um, in, mm-hmm. in this match. Wheeler Yuta was just, he's the pure, ROH pure champion, but he was also just in the best of the super juniors i would love to see sammy guevara in the best of the super juniors next oh god year. yeah
1: yeah i actually like, i actually felt like sammy tournament. i felt like sammy he had a lot of definitely big spots but i he never really i felt like he never really got any sustained offense going like everyone else did mm. like he wasn't like when he was in he wasn't in for very long
0: no he never really was i feel like he's out, that, he's working injured a lot lately it feels. Mm.
1: Yeah, well, he's definitely injured now, but we'll, we'll get into that later. Yeah,
0: definitely.
1: Uh, I enjoyed Kingston squaring off against Suzuki. That was fun. Oh, yeah. I got to see them one on one, please. Chops that sounded like shotgun blasts. Mm-hmm. Good
0: God. Both no selling each other at points, too. My God. I think that Jericho wasn't the big the biggest part like the, the most over man on his side. No, he was not. I'd say it's Suzuki in that in that building. Yeah. You know, like, or actually no. Eddie Kingston is the most overman in professional wrestling, probably. Yes. Yes. <laughs> biggest baby face. Mm-hmm. The next match was for was a three-way winner-take-all match for the ROH World Tag Team Championship and the IWGP Tag Team Championships. Mm-hmm. Between Rapungi Vice, United Empire,
1: and FTR. Yes. What a fucking match! What a clinic! So what a massive, yeah, just a crazy massive match. Dax gave me a goddamn heart attack. Yeah. Oh my God. Dax. Gave Dax. everyone a goddamn heart attack when it looked like he had actually gotten hurt. Dax. Dax. Everything turned. Yes, he, had, in my he room. got. He got. He is—he suddenly like he hit an elbow drop or something like a snap elbow drop, and then hold, immediately held his shoulder mm-hmm. and got sent and actually got sent to the back by medical staff, and it, yeah. and it told a really interesting story in the match where Cash is. Well, this is like a, a triple threat tag team match, which means. Yeah. You don't have to tag your tag team partner to tag out. You can tag in anyone else.
0: Yeah, and so at this point, Cash Wheeler started tagging in Rapungi Vice on purpose, basically. Yeah, he was
1: desperate. Him. He didn't. You can tell he didn't want to do it, but he's like, I'm getting my ass beat here. Fuck it, I gotta get out of here yeah, and, and he... then find a way back into this match and just hope they get to my corner so yeah. I can tag them in, so yeah. I can tag myself in, blind yeah. tag style. Because Great O'Conn and Jeff Cobb are big boys compared
0: to everyone else. Yeah, ever they are. To be... Uh, precise, Jeff, also, Ropp- Jeff was great. I'm oh, sorry... Go ahead. I was going to say, Rapungi Vice, Rocky, Romero, and Trent Barrett are former IWGP Junior Tag Team Championship. So this would have been, if they had won, this would have been their first heavyweight Tag Team Championship win. Um, That's right, what, which, yeah. which is kind of what made it like almost more fair balance because it was a different size team each time. Both Great Khan. Ocon- Khan's kind of like medium big, but they're him he and Jeff Cobb together are considered a big team, while Cash and Dax are probably like medium sized. They're about my height people, and Rocky and Trent, smaller tiny guys, but still strong.
1: Yeah, definitely. And also came... What- Three on two in points, too. Yes. Oh, yeah, absolutely. I'm just going to say, Great Khan. Oh, boy, that's a gimmick from the 90s. <laughs> Good God, oh my... I mean, he wasn't awful. He wasn't awful, but it's like, when you put him next to Jeff Cobb, I mean... He sat ugh. on
0: Cash Wheeler's neck for, like, just 10 seconds, just dancing on it. Yeah. He was just sitting there.
1: Yep. <sighs> sat on it, but eventually... The crowd suddenly started roaring. I'm like, okay, what the hell's happening now? Cash is fine. Yep. Well, well, no, Dax. Dax comes back up, taped up. Yep. Hits German suplexes on everybody. Still some selling more, the arm, thankfully. Yeah. Some crazy FTR stuff continued to happen until they managed to hit the big rig. On and, Rocky, I think. Yeah, on Rocky. And FTR has won the Ring of Honor and IWGP Tag Team Championships. So they, they now two. hold three. Yes, they hold three different Tag Team Championships. FTR are the fucking best in the world this the i got the exact same feeling that i got when they regained the nxt championships for american alpha and i just sat back in my chair and just went i I was just what they're fucking unstoppable (laughs) what the fuck this time we like them yeah i know (laughs) we didn't like them back then I know. Well, everyone loves them now. Holy yeah. shit. Like, they just, I don't know when they turned babyface because they used to be with the pinnacle, but that group the is pinnacle's just gone dissolved now. <laughs> the pinnacle- I know the group just dissolved and it's like they just automatically became babyfaces after that. I think,
0: they be- rightfully so. I think they became babyfaces when they won the ROH tag titles basically and were like just had to put on an amazing match where they were good sportsmen with uh, the Briscoes. Mm, and the crowd yeah. just, just loved them, and they were over. Yeah, I don't know. They kind of. It's funny too because we say that we say all that too. Because the night that MJF also had his big blow-up, CM Punk, his, the guy who he just was feuding with before that was, um, or before the last pay per view was teaming with his two teammates, FTR, which is yes already kind of weird. There, mm-hmm. I don't know. But congrats, to FTR, they are unstoppable. They are the new IWGP World Tag Team Championships champions. Mm-hmm. Speaking of championships, though, we had the inaugural AEW All-Atlantic Championship crowned in a four-way match between Miro,
1: Malachi Black, Pac, and Clark Connors. Yes, a uh, young, young new guy from uh, the New Japan roster Clark uh, Connors. subbing in for Tomohiro Ishii, who could not make it. Yep, some, the event. Sort of issue,
0: some sort of issue, medical issue. I'm not sure which Yeah, what exactly it was. It, that had occurred with a bunch of people, too, with a bunch of other people on the card. Mm-hmm. Um, we talked about... How many of them do we talk about them all or we talked about them earlier? Yeah,
1: we right? talked about who
0: got who's been injured. Yes, Ishii. Pretty much. And um this was just a standout match, I'd say. I think it was kind of funny to see Clark Connors stand up to Miro because I feel like there were some spots where they were standing off between each other. and I was like, Clark, you don't look that big for this.
1: No, like you, it, no. It, no, And that was very evident when Miro pulled Connors out of a submission by his hair. Yeah. And just dragged him out of the ring through by by pulling his hair, which was like... I mean, despite from that, Connors had a really great showing for himself. He, he actually speared Miro through a table. Yep. He got a lot of... Volume offense in almost won the match at at a couple points i would have been very happy if he'd won honestly like if a, if an if a
0: new japan guy had ran off with the aw's tam- championship like as this championship as being the first
1: champion that would have been amazing yeah that would that would have been a big deal I mean, I don't really have much to say about this match other than it was it was good. Congrats to Pac. Yeah, congratulations to Pac. He's been around since the beginning of AEW's launch. He got marooned in England during the pandemic. Yep, for like months. almost a whole year. It seemed like. Yeah, basically a whole year, and finally struggled to find his way back. Kind of set. I kind of settled his view with Malachi Black here, pretty much. I would say so. I, I would decisively, say so. yeah. I think AEW has one too many belts now. Unfortunately, it's starting to get a little not great, but it's starting get to get a little you. too much. I get what you're saying, but um, I mean, there's still potentially the six man tags oh my God. I'm that have been
0: that. rumored for so long. Uh, yeah, I think that Tony's still waiting for Kenny Omega to get, come back so that way. Absolutely, that no, Kenny that's what
1: months. he's waiting for. That's what he's waiting for. Yeah, it's but funny because uh,
0: Kenny recently came out and said that if he has one another major setback in terms of his injury,
1: he might be done. Yeah, yeah. I, I, am I was, yeah. Before that I heard that, and before that, I was like, I was starting to doubt if he actually is able to come back. Hopefully, he same. Is. I hope so too. Yeah, he's the greatest. Yeah.
0: Next, we had the
1: dudes with attitude against the Bullet Club. Yeah. Bullet Club, so, <laughs> represented by Sting. Al- <laughs> sorry. Okay. So it's Darby <laughs> Allen, Sting, and Shingo Takagi versus. Bullet Club of El Phantasmo and the Young Bucks. First time that pairing has ever happened, I believe. This was supposed Ye- to
0: originally be a four a four on four match, also involving Hiromu, Takahashi and Hikuleo.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: Hiromu, had, I think, had a very high fever. Like he was, he was there, but then got really sick immediately. Mm. And just it was his fever wasn't going down, so no, no one could replace
1: him. Yeah. Hikuleo yeah, just could make it. Yeah. Um. So this the match doesn't even start, and Sting. Woke up that morning and mm. thought to himself, hmm, okay, so this is a normal tag match. And can I this jump is off a- of Yeah, exactly. It's okay. When do I jump off of something high? Immediately. Before the match. So, but I, I love they, the Sting. Okay, so Sting's entrance music plays. Doesn't show up. Lights go out. Lights go back up, but it's light focusing on like the scaffolding above the arena. Mm-hmm. Where Sting would used to hang out. So everyone is looking up there and not paying attention to the entrance ramp where Sting is climbing up <laughs> and is going to jump on everyone. Cause Sting can teleport. Yeah, Sting can teleport and he can
0: he's 63 years old and doesn't give a fuck. Yeah, he's going to fly. He through doesn't the air. care that he's
1: 63. He's going to fly through the air and land and jump on you and fucking die. I'm sorry. Yeah, well he's not he's not going to die. He's fine. Like he's he's goddamn Superman. Um, the other guys um, I don't know what it is like cuz it's like whenever I see like PCO try like dives and stuff like that I get super nervous but with Sting I kind of don't. And I it's a it's weird body feeling. Body types probably. I guess, yes, yeah, thing might be in better shape. But yeah, that's like man if, if that's the case, we gotta get him out of that t-shirt, man.
0: yeah, that's true, I'd say. Okay, I, mean, you know. I
1: mean, maybe not the old singlet, but it's like, I keep saying, like, just do like like Batman armor almost <laughs> Batman. Batman armor. On yeah, Sting. <laughs> like 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 awesome. Ricochet's like Nightwing. Oh yeah yeah I get that but from like SummerSlam all a, a year or two ago. Like here, get him something like
0: that. I remember that I remember that outfit. But here's the only thing with that outfit is that I remember he wore it only uh, he only wore that outfit that night and then the rest of the time he ever wore that that suit he didn't wear the top. No yeah. He did the same thing when he wore his All Might outfit a few years later at um one of the Saudi Saudi shows, shows yeah, yeah yeah. The next day he wore only the pants that the All Might pants.
1: Yep. So. Yeah. So, anyways, going into this match, um, there was great stuff from everyone. Uh, Shingo looked like a monster. Oh uh, my god. The young uh, El Phantasmo did like the best back rake I've ever seen. Yes. Oh my god. The Dermis Destroyer.
0: They all. Then uh, Nick and Matt also think followed up with their own back rakes as well on to Shingo, or was it
1: Darby? I don't remember which. I love. I f- I love back rakes. It's oh such my god. A, it's such an awful. It's just such a cheap move. Sting made a mistake oh did he
0: he tried to walk out the ring to and when he was supposed to attack
1: (sighs) oh that was funny i love that bit he went out and just went wait wait who's the legal man oh yeah him (laughs) whoops (laughs) exactly that was was pretty good Um, he redeemed himself by by uh, no selling the titty twister yes (laughs) so that was awesome (laughs) that was beautifully done did the ultimate titty
0: twister yes right back at him all for um shingo to eventually end up pinning el Phantasma. i'm glad it was shingo that got the pin
1: yeah, good for him.
0: Yeah, Shingo, the uh, one of the most recent IWGP champions who was not respected as champion, if you ask me.
1: No, that no, it was during like a again like during the New Japan's coming out of a very rough period.
0: Mm-hmm. The pandemic unfortunately,
1: was and hopefully, this is the beginning of like a resurgence. I believe. I
0: hope so. I think so. It's opened them up to a lot more fans, I believe, in the United States. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Thunder Rosa and Tony Storm faced off for the AEW Women's World Championship. I felt like. I know Tony's people, uh, Tony Storm had a couple of moments that were really big and good, but I feel like that she took a lot more offense from Thunderosa in this. And Thunder Rosa, I know that there were allegations of sandbagging, but a lot of her strikes and just hits just looked super fucking hard.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I think, I think both were going for like a very hard hitting match. And I think that's what it kind of came across as. Mm-hmm. Um, but I honestly, like going into the match, I feel like there was like no real, there was no like solid narrative to sort of mm-hmm. hook me in. Because what honestly, what felt like in front of me was just like people doing moves, very okay. well executed moves, very well executed moves. Uh, and like Tony Storm's hip attack looked brutal. Oh, I that agree. looked like that's it. Looked it looked like getting hit by a bus. Mm-hmm. That was awesome. But I, other also than that, I mean, uh, there was just like I, I, there was no no narrative. That hooked me in, like, all the other matches in this card, yeah, honestly, like the reason, which is a
0: shame. The reason why that Tony Storm was really even on this match was because that she used to wrestle in stardom, and she had championships there, and that mm-hmm. she would be recognizable to the Japanese fans in the Japanese crowd. I guess so, yeah. Which, honestly, kind of hurt this a little bit. Yeah, um, I liked Thunder rose's makeup. It was more of a sideways skull this time, where like the the slash was like halfway on her, like diagonal on her face instead. Like yeah, oh, was.
1: I like yeah, I, p- I, li- yeah, I like the pink skull, and yeah. it looked like it looked like melted flesh by the end. Yeah. Ex- oh god, she looks like more and more pissed
0: off the way as she comes to the ring too.
1: Yeah. I I don't know. What yeah, it is. I don't know. But maybe it's maybe it's just like all of the um, the allegations that are kind of coloring people's perceptions. But it's like I I'm almost it's like maybe give her some more TV time and see what happens. Yeah. Yes, that too. She's she like, playing that. And like book more than one um more yeah. than, book more than like a couple of women's storylines at a time. Yeah. And have their names not be Britt Baker and Jay Cargill.
0: I actually don't know what Britt Baker's even doing right now since she won. Oh the, yeah. The the, the, the tournament. Is she injured too? I have no idea. I hope not. Adam Cole finally is taking some time off though for being injured. Yeah, good. Next, we have four matches left. Let's get through this. Will Ospreay and Orange Cassidy had an fucking amazing match.
1: I This is my favorite match of the show. Um, I haven't seen Ospreay in years. I He looks like a British Logan Paul. And I think I hate him in ring more than I do MJF.
0: Jordan. What? Did you purposely bring up Logan Paul?
1: No, I did not,
0: actually. Do you want to know why? why? Because why? a few hours ago, Logan Paul officially signed
1: WWE. Oh, I, I forgot I saw that today. Oh my God. Literally today. W- WWE responds to AEW with landmark signing. We have our own Will Ospreay at home. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> <laughs> to be fair, Logan did a good job at WrestleMania.
0: He did. He did. He did not do as well as Will Ospreay though did against uh,
1: against. Uh, no, no. Him. Just as uh, Will Ospreay, I feel like from like the few times that I've I've seen him and comparing him to what he's what he did uh, tonight at that match, I genuinely feel like he's gotten a lot smarter. In the ring, Yeah, And what I mean by that, he's not throwing himself around all over the place. And with a match against Orange Cassidy, you don't really have to.
0: Oh, no. You have to uh, just have a lot of fun. Orange Cassidy kind of has his own type of match. It's like, when Pac wrestled Orange Cassidy, Pac wrestled an Orange Cassidy match with Pac stuff, like, just mixed in.
1: Yeah, definitely. Definitely. And this was more of
0: a, of a... This was, like, very much a fusion Will Ospreay-Orange Cassidy match because once you got out of the
1: Orange Cassidy parts of it it was all mm-hmm. will osprey kind of match absolutely yeah and osprey was definitely doing his definitely doing his thing he hit all of his spots he hit the cheeky nanos kick that mm-hmm. looked like killer he did it a, um, it a couple times i think oscutter i love the bit where orange cassidy is doing like the the lazy kicks the lazy mm. koata kicks and Osprey yes. just has to look of face like are you kidding me okay and me? then osprey actually turns it on and actually really starts kicking him so yes. it's like okay there's a clear orange. there's like a good through line uh, Osprey gets sent headfirst into the ring post camera at one point. Oh, like, yeah, it you, see it? It yeah you see it. he breaks it and knocks it off the perch. <laughs> they have to fix it by one of the next matches. Oh, my God. That was good. Yeah, I mean, Osprey ended up winning, um, but not without a fight, though. I think Oren Cassidy kicked out of the Hidden Blade. Yes, he kicked out of the Hidden Blade. Which, honestly, I think looks kind of lame. <laughs> I mean, yeah. I- it's, it's one of those moves where it's like, if you really hit the guy, it's going to look, it's going to actually, it might actually
0: hurt them. People said that that's what, that, that might've concussed Ibushi at one point. Apparently that might not be,
1: that's not true though. Well, yeah, I mean, it looks like a move that could, that could do that, but yeah, that he could. finished him off with the uh, Storm Zero after all of that. <laughs> um, but that wasn't the end of the story. Uh, basically, Osprey and his his boys in the Os- uh, United Empire proceeded to just beat the crap out of Osprey. Bunch of other people trying to come out and save him, but they get outnumbered, or outgunned. But then, out of nowhere, goddamn Katsuyor Shibata shows up and kicks everyone's ass. Oh, beautifully done. I was not expecting him on this card. I was pretty surprised to see him here. But apparently he's they've he's slowly been coming back into wrestling. Yeah, I think he had a
0: ma- uh, like he has like these exhibition matches recently. At, at least he had one very recently, I think at Wrestle Kingdom.
1: Yeah. Yeah. I think he had like um it's match. like submission ground based wrestling. Yeah. Where it's like you cannot. OK, Shibata, the rule is there are no strikes in this match. And Shibata's just like, fuck you. <laughs> and just does it anyway, I think. Probably, yeah, a few of them at least. Doesn't get striked back that much, though. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Shibata comes out and saves a nice surprise. Uh, he wears orange oh. Cassie sunglasses, which look cool
0: as hell. By the way, Juice Robinson was, siti- uh, was sitting with Hikuleo and El Fantasma up in a box seat during this match, too, watching the whole time.
1: Yeah, okay, so this was a confusing part. So this match was for the IWGP United States Championship, but Will Ospreay was wearing the Rev Pro Championship belt. Yeah. But not the U.S. belt because Juice Robinson still physically has the belt. Yes. Which is like, which in I guess in Juice's mind, because he was sick for, he was actually sick for a while. So they had a tournament for a new, new U.S. champion. And Osprey's officially is the champion, but Juice is sonata. like, nah, I'm keeping the belt because yep. I never lost it. The way they do that sometimes is pretty stupid, I'd
0: say. But then again, Moxley had a very long reign, too, because they couldn't get him back in Japan. Yeah, that's true. So, and that doesn't make a whole lot of sense. So,
1: Mm
0: -hmm. I don't know. I don't have much to say. We gotta keep going. We gotta keep going. I don't think we're gonna have time for blood and guts otherwise. Yeah, okay. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Next, we had the debut. It was originally supposed to be Zack Sabre Jr. against Brian Danielson. Yes. But then, we had someone else instead. The newest member of the Blackpool Combat Club claudio castagnoli yay cesaro is back or so the now their former cesaro is in aew yeah dude looks so happy to be there yeah and he's like so jacked
1: like like his post yeah his post match was like dude he was like thank you guys i love this
0: i Um, love wrestling
1: he's like i love wrestling and after just like European uppercutting the hell out of Zack Sabre Jr. Great technical showcase. Zack did his thing and just went after every single limb possible. Yep. Um, But to no avail because Cesaro powered out of it. We got a giant swing in there. Oh, actually, no. We got attempted giant swing because of all the arm damage he sustained. Wasn't able to do it during the match. But Claudio powered through it and won. Other than that, it's just like... Good, very good match. Great wing work. Good win for Claudio. I have no nothing else I can say, about, but I agree.
0: Zach Sabre put on a good match. I would say that if what this was him against Brian Danielson, Brian Danielson would have lost. I think. Mm. Uh, I think that it should that he should have at least because it would have been a great passing the torch.
1: Yeah, definitely of like, like older versus younger generation, I guess.
0: Yeah, basically every year once uh, Dale Bryan, uh, after he retired, because Dale Bryan kept winning the Wrestling Observer Best Technical Wrestler Award, it got, he retired at first, it got the The award gets named after him, and every year after that, Zack Sabre Jr. ends up winning it.
1: Mm-hmm. <laughs> every year yeah. after that. Yes.
0: And now it was going to be the two of them together, even after Bryan mm-hmm. came back. It's close. We're at this close. Yep. Mm-hmm. But, oh well. Claudio Casignoli is back in wrestling, and that's all. And that makes me happy too. Next, we had a fatal mm-hmm. four-way match for the IWGP World Heavyweight Championship between champion Jay White, Hangman Adam Page, Kazuchika Okada, and Adam Cole, baby. Yes, damn, this is a good match.
1: Yeah, this is this is really good nice to see jay white doing very well mm-hmm. <laughs> nice to see him doing well okada's robe looked stupid uh, yeah it looked like a bath it robe. looked like a bathrobe i'm sorry i know it's like a it's supposed to be a traditional more traditional robe rather than like a wrestling robe and it has like all of okada's accomplishments throughout new japan's history yeah on it which i really like as an idea but the robe is like it ha- for wrestling the robe has to be longer it has to be more open. Yes. This is very closed. You know, it was a very nice looking robe, but it felt like he just walked out of a shower to be honest, which isn't a great look. But regardless, maybe that's just like my American sensibilities coming in. We are culture. <laughs> God, we know nothing. Everyone, We're everyone, everyone, dumb Americans. Yeah, everyone did. Uh, everyone did their stuff. Everyone got. got th- everyone in. got their stuff in. Okada definitely did his stuff. Hangman Page got his offense in. It was a lot of uh, Jay White and Adam Cole teaming
0: up at the very beginning together, just to, fa- to uh, face the to get the team up against the other two, Hangman and Okada kind of being on their own for a lot of it, just taking a lot of offense until they would finally mm-hmm. start to tech back one at a time on the both Cole and Jay White. Finally get back on top of things, almost start fighting each other with a pinfall mm-hmm. stuff until Adam Cole eventually betrays Jay White. Yes. And starts, you know, they, it's officially now actually a, fa- a four on four or a mm-hmm. one on one on one on one. free for all, yeah. <laughs> That's what I meant. That's the words I'm looking for. Mm-hmm. Where in the end, Jay White would have pinned Adam Cole because weirdness. Yeah, um, yeah. Apparently Adam Cole got knocked the hell out oh wait wait, wait! what happened was I think uh, Kazuchika Okada hit Adam Cole with uh, his finisher Uh uh-huh and then JY hits okay
1: yeah JY hit Okada
0: with the switchblade I I think I said something to my Google by accident (laughs) oh god Google hey Google what'd I just say sure I'm not sure sure I'm not sure okay Okay, never mind. Um yeah. Jay White uh, t- hits Kazuchika Okada with the br- with the Blade Runner, and then immediately goes to pin Adam Cole. Yep. Who was already down before? Which so, is weird. But yeah, weird. it
1: ended up pinning Adam Cole. Jay White has a brief, very brief talk with the ref. Yeah. And then it's like, okay, Adam Cole actually got knocked out. All right. Yeah. Eesh. Yeah. So the I'm match kind of ended abruptly, but it was still a good match. Just definitely on a w- ended on a weird, weird note. Hmm.
0: I agree good on jay white and we move on to our main event between john moxley and hiroshi tanahashi for the interim aew world championship i mean i think everyone saw this as moxley winning
1: yeah i mean like how uh, how else does this end because it's like we're not gonna get like no offense tanahashi Donahashi, but it's like you're not gonna have a new japan guy be an interim champion that would be so just though. wouldn't
0: be legit but that would have been so fun, just seeing the AEW championship just in the G1 climax over the summer.
1: Yeah, that, that would be definitely be interesting. It
0: would have been awesome. You maybe like, getting, like, one defense in for it to, in, in America and then go back for the G1. That would have been awesome.
1: Yeah. Yeah, I don't know if, like, New Japan would be willing to do that and, and tr- make ferry him back and forth That's true, all I'm that sure. much. But regardless, um, this match... Started off as a real technical, technical, sort of style match. Yeah. And Moxley realized, okay, I can't, it's okay. I'm not winning this way. Fuck you. I'm going to beat that. Do your it my ass. way. Do it my way. Yeah, yeah, we'll do it my way. And that way involves uh, him colliding heads with Tanashi during Sling Blade and busting himself open. Yeah. It's a great well, job. That's what happened. I think that's what happened because it's like he didn't. I don't know if he gigged himself. That's what I, or thought. I thought. Not he gigged himself because there's no it, way he bled that like much. He, it looked like he it, not a boy coming. It looked like he did, but I wonder if it was just like legitimately like connected heads. Even though Tanahashi was not bleeding.
0: No, Tanahashi was not.
1: Tanahashi bleeding. was fine. They, they 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 would not let Tanahashi bleed at all. I don't think so with that with that hair. Ugh, with that majestic mane. No, they wouldn't. They wouldn't but like they let that the blood would get be, on him. If if Tony Khan suggested that the partnership would have ended right there probably <laughs> immediately i can't imagine um oh. but yeah the regardless i love i this match was not not my favorite on the card but i still loved how it went from like a really classic like sort of technically matched main event style to an ugly brawl to a desperate like even like john Moxley's final paradigm shift it's was my, just like it was after all those elbow strikes again which he's been doing a lot yes. lately yeah, definitely. And the paradigm shift was not a very crisp one. It mm-hmm. was just like a pretty desperate, like... Oh, fucking like, die! Yeah, like little... Like, not a lot of finesse to it. No, um, no, but, but Moxley wins the interim championship. Moxley's champion again. Hooray. Jericho comes out and tries to jump Jon Moxley before the Blood and Guts match. All oh, everyone comes everyone, out. That's gonna be in it. Yep, Babe faces come out. Claudio comes out as well, and we get to see a giant swing at the to end the pay per view.
0: Yep, and official <laughs> giant
1: a- swing, and immediately after that, Kingston and Claudio immediately start yelling at each other. Yeah, apparently
0: because, Kingston and spit Moxley's at him. just
1: sitting and Moxley's just sitting there looking at that, going like all right mm-hmm. whatever <laughs> he's literally bleeding still he's just like all right well well wednesday's gonna be fun oh yeah and wednesday
0: was fun
1: yes do we have time for right this to blood and guts do we have time uh, okay yeah we can just we'll just cover the blood and guts right yeah really sorry quick and kenobi we liked about it yeah sorry
0: kenobi next time
1: yeah we'll do it next time yeah something small
0: all right Aew blood and guts. I need to get that page open for that because a couple things happened at blood and guts. Yeah, there
1: was also a bunch of other matches as well. Yeah. So I gotta say, um, this isn't pertaining to the blood and guts match itself, but I've got my main issue with it is just like the way the cage is built, Mm -hmm. and it's because of the cage walls aren't directly up against the ring no they're not. there's a bit of a gap between the ring apron and the the cage wall so whenever someone gets thrown against it it's not like a straight smack into the cage like for good effect it's just sort of a like bit of a gap and they're slowly trying to like not injure themselves while grinding down against the cage it doesn't look good yeah
0: i'm pretty sure that Eddie Kingston brought in a bottle of rubbing alcohol that somehow got out of the ring because Tay Conti tried pushing it through a square in the fence and it wouldn't go through. It was, like, breaking through the fence. Jericho yeah,
1: yeah, I, I guess. Somehow it fell out of the ring. I have no idea how it... That's probably uh, how it, and it did. And that's what... I was here's confused. the problem. Like, it's, it's because that gap is there. Yeah. And it's not, like, a big gap where it's just, like... It's not like a Hell in a Cell match in WWE where, like, you can do stuff around... Like, you have a little, like, lane you can walk around on. It's like, no, it's, like, stupidly, like not close enough to the ring. So you can't slam someone's head against like a normal steel cage match. So that's like my big issue with the construction of it. Hmm. Hmm. I want to find next year's... Oh. Card here we go. So we're we talking about the whole
0: thing. Why don't I just go through it quickly? We got Orange Cassidy beat Ethan Page after his loss. Um, it was a good match.
1: Good time. It was good. O- and Orange, Cassidy, Orange Cassidy had new music. Yes, new music. Uh, Orange Cassidy. Yeah, Orange Cassidy actually defeated Ethan Page with a body slam. Yes, which which was in Detroit, and Detroit hosted WrestleMania three, mm-hmm. which was when Hulk Hogan body slammed Andre the Giant. So a fun parallel there. Very. But, sure sure yeah, yeah. go for that was it, it guys. i'm i'm wondering if i think it was intentional okay I, right I'll, I'll agree next we had uh
0: luchasaurus or christian cage coming out to introduce a brand new version of luchasaurus
1: yeah yeah christian cut kind a of promo saying hey i wish your whole f- hey jungle boy i wish your whole family was dead except for your hot-ass mom i have gotten a message
0: from a friend oh, in boy. mongolia it is believed that the best wrestlers are breastfed
1: until age six cool <laughs> i don't know any mongolian wrestlers though wait i mean there's a mongolian stomper but he hasn't been around for a long time wait now i've been told nope okay I don't the the person is
0: watching so
1: get your facts right get your facts right. right yeah so and Christian Cage comes out he's like I did request a match. Yes. Just not for me, though. Yeah. And it we're introduced to, like, evil Luchasaurus.
0: Yeah, he's an which, all, all black. He's Kane now. Yeah, he's Kane. Oh, God. He's well, Kane he's, now. He's, he's a better Kane than Kane, I'll <laughs> yes. say. Just the roaring. He's not. Ta- when he first came out and debuted, he was just uh, roars. And uh, he actually talked. He was like, I know. I have a GPA. I have a, I have a, I have a master's degree in Arthurian Literature. And yeah, and now he's just back to being a
1: dinosaur who yells. Yeah,
0: pretty goes, much. I,
1: it's it's a little it's a little cheesy. I, I think I would have preferred a situation of like an MJF and Wardless situation where Christian kind of convinced Lucha Luchasaurus to move on from Jungle Boy and like in a way that wasn't personal. It was like Luchasaurus looks at it, it's like, well, Christian's gonna pay me like well over six figures to work for him, mm-hmm. along with my AEW contract. So Jungle Boy will be fine. I mean, like, that could be a little more justifiable, I guess. Instead of, like, he's been brainwashed. It's like, okay, come on. Yeah, I don't like that either. Uh, That also featured a pretty sick chokeslam on the floor. Yeah, holy shit. Poor Serpentico. Serpentico.
0: Yeah, poor him. Where the heck was, um, what's his name? Dr. Luther. I think he's actually injured. Never mind. He's injured too. He might be out, yeah. More people on the injury list. Next, the gun club were like, Danhausen, what the fuck, man? We want you now. What the fuck yes. was that on Sunday? So Max Cast in the Gun Club were faced, and Dan has goes like,
1: "All right, I have some friends here." Yes, I think I think they're okay at wrestling. I don't know, and he fat and he picked FTR, which yeah, they're pretty all right. <laughs> they're pretty all right at wrestling. Uh, it was a pretty fun back and forth tag match. Nothing too special until Anthony Bowens, the second member of the Acclaimed. Uh, who who's been wheelchair bound for a while? Yep, had suddenly burst out of his wheelchair. It was a to miracle. Try and run interference. It was a miracle. It's a, it a miracle. He can walk again. My God! After so um, long, ends up accidentally hitting either Austin or Colton with the crutch behind the ref's back. Doesn't see it, and Dan Housen, that allows Dan Housen to get the win and the pin. They walk out, and then tensions a fight almost basically breaks out between the guns and the Billy Gun throws at his sons. And, and Billy and Gunn they, they, sides with the acclaimed over his own children. Scissor me, daddy. <laughs> I need to. I need to go back and figure out what the deal with that is. I don't like. Do it. Do they just not know what scissoring means? And that's no, the they joke? definitely do. They definitely do. Okay. All right. So I gotta do. go back to the history Here's of this. The reason why it's. But fun- yeah. I, so I
0: think the reason why it's one of the reasons it's also supposed to be funny too is because Anthony Bones is gay. Okay. Yeah. So they're. So they're. They're. Okay. That's why I guess I think, cause he would never be. <laughs> I guess I I think that's the. Ch- I don't know. I honestly we'll have to look it up. We'll figure it out. We'll figure it out later. Who knows? Um, uh, oh God, that was. That, I was gonna make a terrible joke involving scissoring, but no. Next we match. We gotta was, move forward. Yes, the next match, cause I respect
1: women. Is is was between Jade Cargill and leg Le Grey. <laughs> yeah, I mean, well, you may respect women, Jared, but uh, Tony Khan doesn't because the. That it's like oh sh- oh shoot we gotta have women on the cart uh just quick just put another jade cargo squashy on there exactly like, granted, i mean i'm granted, granted, i know blood and guts like blood and guts was gonna take like an hour so i get that but it's just like i i do enjoy i did enjoy the jade's reaction after the match because she did look kind of pissed off like I'm sick and tired of fighting these no buddies uh-huh <laughs> And beating them in seconds. And that actually played into like the story of Chris Sandliner and Athena coming out to like try and brawl with them. Yeah, because she's directly called out their
0: name being like, where are those two at? Yeah. Who do you think it's going to be that's going to take it from her? Athena
1: or, or Chris? Athena's, Athena's a potential one. I think Athena might be more likely than Chris. I want uh, Chris. Chris deserves yeah. it. Chris would be a good one. I, I actually, actually think Ruby would be good. Oh yeah, well, Ruby, because she's been struggling to find a big win, and I think that might be finally the work. one where she gets it. It doesn't work because Ruby's uh, Ruby fought
0: Jade in the finals for it and lost clean. Yeah, they'll have to they'll have to wait a while yeah, to build Ruby. her back up for that. Yeah, I think Ruby could turn heel and then beat Thunder Rosa. Yeah, possibly
1: because I don't know who or, is the right heel to beat he Thunder
0: can... Rosa right now. Also, yeah,
1: that's true. Or or Jade before or Jade Jade's fiftieth match can be where she loses it against Ruby Riot. True. So Like, take that winning streak away. True. I mean, it's at 34, you know, right now. It's 35 is a decent
0: number to lose it at, too. That could be her next match. Could be the It could be the one that she loses.
1: Yeah. It's a I, nice, I feel like they're going to try and do some build-up to that.
0: Definitely, definitely. Because, like, like otherwise we have to wait, like, a whole four more matches after the, whatever the next one is. Because it's got to end mm-hmm. on a, a perfect kind of number, like, 40 or 50 or something like
1: that. Yeah, like I said, 50, I think, is the number.
0: Yeah. Who knows? Hopefully, it it happens soon because I'm getting done with Jade Cargill. I'm. She's not a whole lot. She. I don't know. There's there's something missing to her with the personality. I think.
1: I think I think, it, I think she's got the personality of the star. I think she just like. The, I think she needs to have like longer matches and start to yeah you know develop more. And she is. Stand and she about. definitely is. She needs more ring time. Yeah, definitely. Yeah, they need all, to they need to put her in longer matches. Honestly, yeah. on TV. All of her that's matches they have do. been.
0: Basically, all of her matches have been in with AEW, all of her wrestling matches. So you've seen, you can you can watch every single one of the matches that she's ever had, and probably add up. It probably would add up to less than an hour. Yeah. Probably, if I I think it would at least, maybe less right. than two hours, at the very least.
1: All right, all right. You know, we saw this 60-minute Iron Man match go. Yes.
0: Oh my God, no for the TBS championship. Yeah.
1: Uh, speaking of matches that went on for long,
0: though. Let's get to blood and guts. Yes. Oh. Uh,
1: there's so much that happened. Uh, Regal was six. on commentary, which was nice. Uh, oh, I forgot to mention Forbidden Door. Kevin Kelly was on commentary. Yes, it was. It was awesome to hear Kevin Kelly and and Excalibur next to each other. They sounded great. Yes, exactly. Uh, fire Jim Ross. Replace him with Kevin Kelly. There you go.
0: I know that's harsh. On. I know. I'm just. I'm just Jr. was I'm there for the last like four or five matches. I think he was on for. Yeah, I know. They had to let him nap for most of the day. I mean, Taz was also fighting all the whole time. Yeah, exactly. That's
1: the too. problem. He's, he's too old now.
0: Yeah. He's too freaking old now. It worked with some of the ma- with some of it. I
1: think it worked with Tanahashi and Moxley though that main event. Yeah, he, he's still great at calling main event matches, but it's, I just feel like he doesn't really care about anything else. On, like all the stuff underneath. Yeah, no. Like, The lower stuff card card does not care about it, and it shows. I yeah, it
0: definitely shows on the weekly TV. That's for sure.
1: But Yeah, going back to Blood and Guts. This match was holy shit. Do you, per- I mean, I don't, I know if I'd like this more than Anarchy in the arena, but what I loved about this match is that it, still had the same sort of element of there's so much going on we actually can't record it all with the camera setup yeah no we they like, could not they were missing no stuff. but actually that that's in a good way because there's always stuff going on it's like it 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 brings you in more because like this is so chaotic mm-hmm. it's, it doesn't feel staged at all nothing feels staged like okay one person's gonna do their spot and then the camera's gonna cut and perfectly capture this spot it's like no and one instance of was like um, Jake Hager and Claudio getting into it or something, and that was the focus. Mm-hmm. And then, and, and then all of a sudden, I just heard like loud slapping noise. I'm like, "What the hell is that?" And off the corner, you can see Wheeler Utah and someone else slapping the oh, shit at yeah. each other <laughs> in the middle of the ring as hard as possible. Oh my God! Yes, it was him and one, I think Dale Garcia slapping each yes. other. Yes. Oh my Daniel God, Daniel
0: Garcia. Um. God, he's gonna be putting to... the rig Guevara Pure Tile up against either him or Sammy soon. I think that's probably what's gonna happen. Yeah,
1: yeah, most likely. Trying to think. Uh, Claudio did really well. I I love uh, <laughs> the fact that they're like it's like the Clash of Titans. Claudio versus Jake Hager. Oh, my God. Well, it was two also kind of jobbers. <laughs> well, not jobbers in WWE, but Jake was definitely towards the end. The two former members of, what was it for? The Real uh, Americans? Americans. The Real Americans Facing Off. I wanted to, like, uh, we the people. <laughs> They like, they team up for a second? I don't think so. No, God, no. They're never gonna do that again. Jericho called it a bad idea from Stupid Stupid Creative creative. or whatever. Stupid idea from Bad Creative, something like that. Exactly, yeah. Flip it in reverse. I love, um, as far as like the toys that got brought in, Moxley just brought in shards of glass. Hey, he bought multiple bags. Of small- <laughs> he, that, Go ahead.
0: Th- he wore that vest strictly to bring in uh, pockets and bags of shit with him. That he would bring out uh, all of a throughout the match. He would bring out another bag from his pants. Like, how are you wrestling with all these bags on your on your person? Like, yeah. you have all the money person. How haven't you let them go beforehand? Like, I get, maybe put them on the corner and, like, you get them periodically. No, he's mm-hmm. pulling them out of his pants as
1: the match goes on. Yeah, shards of glass. He pal drove someone into them from there. Thumbtacks are brought in. Wooden spikes? Something like that? Like like wooden, sharp little wooden sticks? That was like remember. chopsticks? No, not like, something else. I saw what you meant,
0: but I don't remember what it's called. Yeah. Skewers? I don't know. So, something kind of. It was some kind of skewer, I think. I don't remember, remember yeah. what, though. Something for a good of, gr- grilling and slobber knocking.
1: Yeah, trying to think of so many other spots. Uh, Kingston. <laughs> Eddie Kingston's walk into the cage with the kendo stick and just oh actually. Like the most casual Kendo like, shots <laughs> with those other two, it's just like, just like, fuck off, fuck off, go away, fuck off, fuck off, Jericho, get over here. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It was all, it was all getting his hands on Jericho. Mm-hmm. Speaking of Jericho, what, what, what? what who, did you like the outfits? <laughs> the those bloody were Beach ridiculous. Boys? The bloody Beach Boys. Yeah, I loved it. Awesome. Loved yeah, it. absolutely awesome. And people were like, why are they not? Why are they wear not wearing white? And the white in anarchy of the arena. Mm-hmm. And I think, did they wear white at Blood and Guts 1? Did Jericho. Yes, he did. They did. Yeah, he wore white. Yeah, yeah, he did. So it's like they've done it twice. Jericho's done that twice already. So it's like. Oh no! Yeah. No,
0: he didn't wear white. Pinnacle wore white. Oh, the pinnacle wore white. Excuse and me. Je- yeah, and Jericho, so. J, uh, Inner Circle wore like uh, like prison outfits. Oh, cool. Yeah. Okay.
1: So yeah, they all have like so, local
0: prisons basically for their. Towns. So,
1: so the Jericho Appreciation Society—they wore white at Anarchy of the Arena—and we were like, "Okay, we already wore white last time. time. We might as well dress like absolute assholes." and look ridiculous <laughs> look
0: like we're gonna look like um the backstreet boys yeah in red yep b- pretty much yeah and uh, and everyone and blackpool combat club and uh, eddie kingston and friends were just like badass just whatever you fucking want to dress like
1: yeah i think they all wore black primarily basically yeah and yeah again like the like the color the theme in the show was black and red so yeah i guess they well, had, that guys. has something to do with it Rubbing Sammy Guevara got thrown in, but not used. Yep. Sammy Guevara jumped
0: off and fell off of something. Yeah, yeah.
1: Sammy Guevara got pushed off of the top of the cage by Eddie Kingston onto like a like a collection of tables. Yep. This time, this fall oh. was much it was done much better than Jericho's fall last year. Yeah. Didn't look like total crap. Yep. It actually looked like it hurt. Cesaro did uh, no Cesaro. Claudio did a giant swing to Jericho oh. on top of the cage. Beautiful. Don't let go of him. Don't let go of him. <laughs> yep. And they are both do, and uh, Claudio and, and
0: and Kingston were both giving uh, finishers um, submissions at the same time. But Jericho hadn't tapped out yet until Matt Minard was already tapping to the sharpshooter from um yeah from
1: Claudio. Yeah. So Kingston thought he had won. He thought he had gotten his revenge over Jericho, but then looked over and was like, oh. Oh no! I oh okay. <laughs> oh, he he was bummed out that he didn't get like the he, revenge he that he wanted. Yeah, and like it, he wasn't mad at Claudio for it. He was just like, yeah, okay, we won. Yeah, okay,
0: we won. Like he was gonna be angry. it's like, uh, like Clive was like, Are you gonna be it's like, no, I can't, I can't. I hurt my back. I can't fucking stand right now. Just give me. A He's minute. like, I c- I couldn't punch you right now if I tro- if I wanted to. <laughs> he couldn't stand up. He literally he was saying he couldn't stand oh, up. Oh God.
1: <laughs> Okay, yeah.
0: <laughs> then he was like forced to stand up for, you know, the yeah, we won, raise our arms. <laughs> yeah, we're all dead. I wonder how long it took to like get to like get them alpha of there cuz it must have like like they have a short time to clean up and get ready
1: for rampage in between basically. Oh god, yeah. So like, they were it after afterwards. Yeah, the climb down must be what uh, the climb down must be like scarier yeah, for me. Yeah. And, and
0: Jericho and uh, Menard just had to basically sit up there while the other, while the team other teams were
1: celebrating. Yeah. The whole time. <laughs> Pretty much. Oh, by the way, speaking of the one last thing about Jericho Precious, I I love what they did. The heel strategy was when they have the advantage, use as much as it is possible, hit them as hard as possible, and then when they temporarily lose that advantage when like the next baby face comes in, you know, you know, just burn out the clock. Yeah, basically. And like the, the one clock. guy the one guy that came in well when every all the other appreciation members were down he just ran away from the other members of the blackpool combat club for like yes. two minutes yes that he, was that uh, he Angela just Parker. worked out that clock that was great i love that mm-hmm. because it's it just like when it's like it it defeats the trope of the heels having the advantage because like you, you kind of have to have the heels have the dominant advantage in these That's... war game style matches yeah but it, then it it's like oh, it's, it's 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 same old same old with this their strategy of just Ducking and weaving as much as they could and being slippery pieces of shit. It really made the match a little more interesting and made me more it made me more invested into it. I agree, I liked it a lot. Um, I liked seeing who
0: started the match and who went in what order. Uh I think mm-hmm. it started off with Claudio and um Guevara, I believe, or was it yes. Garcia? It was no it was Guevara and Claudio. Guevara next coming in was Daniel Garcia, followed by Yuda, followed by Hager and Moxley, followed by Menard, mm-hmm. then uh, Ortiz. Parker, Santana, Jericho, Kingston. Long match. A lot of men in this match. Two more men than last year's um, Blood and Guts. Yeah. And the only unfortunate, and just good match in the end, very great show. Only unfortunate thing is that it wasn't in New Jersey. Like, it was stolen
1: from us the first time. Yeah, well, but what is sort of coming, not to New Jersey, but to, like, the east, like, the close to, is Arthur Ashe. Oh, yeah! Where where okay like where it's like okay it's very clear what the direction is going to be maybe a not at arthur ash maybe they won't stay it after that long but like the big next big thing for kingston is going to be at arthur ash yeah i'd say that that makes whatever sense. whatever it is it's going to be there whether it's like the final match against jericho oh. or rematch against punk uh, or a title match Ooh. or or a tbs title match i well not maybe not tbs because T- we probably gonna have that you mean tnt <laughs> D&T Championship, excuse me. Uh, screw it, go for the world title. Yeah, let him go for the world title. Let him, let him go. Punk's for overrated, it. anyways. No,
0: <laughs> I wouldn't say that. All right, but that was AEW Blood and Guts and mm-hmm. AEW Forbidden Door. My goodness, let's get to yeah. this really quickly because we said this to be faster. Let's go. So I, me and my girlfriend tried out. And what are we gaming? Some games, mm-hmm. gaming. What are we gaming? Me and my girlfriend tried out Nickelodeon All Star Brawl. Yes. yes. it was all right? I need to play it some more. It seemed like one. Of the, some of the arrow keys were uh, the directional pads were actually for um, moves instead. I, I I couldn't get it. I didn't get it. I need to play it more. I didn't play it enough. We did like three or four matches. That was maybe it. I think. Yeah, I lost you're gonna two of them. you're gonna
1: need more time than that. I think. I lost as
0: Aang, and I was sad. Yeah. I love Aang. I lost as. Mm-hmm. That's it. Uh, we also played Journey. This game has no dialogue. Mm-hmm. I don't know what's happening I've our, our character can move through the sand dunes really fast He's got this There's lots of these floating paper And he's got like a, a ring tail Magical tail thing that helps him float in the dunes a little bit And the more these papers that he releases The more he can fly mm-hmm. We're not exactly sure what's happening There are these symbols around also that help him to float for longer And that's all I've got Okay I re- I'm sorry I wish I had more but the game has no dialogue. No, it's all visual storytelling. Basically. Which, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So tell me about Elden Ring.
1: All right, Elden Ring, I've been playing a little bit more of it. This has been the most, I would say, beginner-friendly Souls game that I've ever seen and felt. Mainly because you have so many, there's so many elements going on. Another one, uh, number one is open world. So you're not stuck at a specific area, you can literally leave that area and go to run in a completely different direction and go find something else and mess around with that for a little bit for fun. You have the horse combat, which can make fighting pretty easy in open areas. It's not available for certain more closed-off areas like the castle that I was mm. the castle grounds that I was walking around and in, which Torn's makes sense. Torn is the best, is what I'm told. You can't do it without him. No, you know, you, Torn is essential to gameplay. Mm. Do and have another one is... Sorry? Do you have any of the other summonables yet, or no? Or did I just uh, I've got actually quite a few summons. Ooh, tell me. Actually, and that's what I was going to talk about next. The summons, you have... Uh, I, got wolf, I got the wolf spirits. I've got the undead warden spirits, mm-hmm. which actually are unique because even if you, like, take down their health bars, you actually have to kill... Their, you have to actually hit their spirits as well before they reform their bodies. So... But the thing with that is, is that they can knock them out. I can go in and hit whatever enemy I'm hitting, and while they're the enemy's focused on me, they can revive and come back with full health. Oh. Because the thing is, like once because they're because they're undead zombies. Like once once their health bars goes up with most of them, they're just gone, and you can't summon them again until after well until the battle itself is over. Mm-hmm. So I've been using him for using them for boss fights, and, and I'm especially using the undead one, and I went up against the game's first kind of big boss mm-hmm. it is godric the grafted okay and he is a crazy old dude oh with a billion arms and like three axes
0: <laughs> Huh?
1: <laughs> and he's pr- and yeah he's definitely the first big wall that you go up against definitely in the game it's definitely a really interesting fight there's two phases to it. The first phase is, like, that normal phase that I showed you. Yeah. And then the second phase is that he decapitates, oh, fuck, oh, he decapitates that. a dragon head and grafts it onto his arm. Oh, and yeah, he uses it to start uh, flaming you, basically. <laughs> yes. Start breathing fire, yeah. I find th- it hilarious how the easiest way to avoid that is to just run towards him, because he, he does the fire breath attack in, like, an arc like this. And tracks you. So, but it's like if you run towards him and then keep close to his body, he can't actually hit you because it's a long range attack. Oh, uh, okay. Which is, which is pretty funny. But for this boss fight in particular, I used sort of a a giant saw cleaver, which was a heavy weapon, which was slow to swing, but it had a bleed effect, which basically uh, is. A status effect that um, basically the way the status effects works in these elder in Elder Ring is that it you get a, if you get hit with something you have a little, little status bar that pops in the middle of the screen. Every time you get hit with an effect like it builds, 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 and finally when it reaches. Rachel the end... Yeah, but when the bar the bar fills up, and that's when the status effect hits you, whether it's poison uh, or in this case bleed, which is like, it can build up and build up and build up. And when it reaches the top, you, you just explode with blood and you take big a big chunk of damage. Uh, and okay. the thing is, you can use that effect on bosses and other enemies as well. So that's really helpful. It was really helpful for this fight. Only problem is just that you have to hit him like multiple times. And in these Dark Souls games, or, or Elden Ring... It's very hard uh, to hit them multiple times like that. Yeah, you d- it. it's hard to get them to stagger. So it's the good, the smart strategy is to hit them once or maybe twice and then roll away before they attack you. Mm-hmm. But I'm hitting this guy three or four times just to try and build up that bleed effect because when you're not hitting them, the bar does slowly go down, and you can't actually see the status effect bar on enemies. So you, you can see the status effect when the effects are hitting you but not when you're hitting the enemy oh so that's definitely yes so that yeah you kind of have to guess you can know like what the bleed effect is by testing on other enemies but it's better to be safe than sorry but yeah Yeah. i beat godric the grafted i'm probably looking towards going to hogwarts next hogwarts (laughs) i guess it's basically hogwarts from what i understand cool it's a school of magic so that's elden ring god there's so much in this game uh i'm told (laughs) i'll report back later hell yeah all right, well, other than that now, what are we watching, reading, listening to?
0: I can report that I have been continuing to watch The Boys. You have not seen the most recent episode
1: of The Boys, right? No, I have not, but you can talk about it. I don't mind being spoiled. I will watch it eventually. Um, Big Orgy? Yeah, I heard I heard the term hero-gasm being thrown around that's, a lot lately. Th- that's exactly
0: what happened. The okay. hero-gasm happened, okay. and there were a lot of casualties. Oh, boy. And uh, from it, because while that happens, someone leaves the seven. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. A bunch. Um, well, maybe more than one leave the seven. Possibly. I'm not sure if a character died or not. Hmm. Okay. Yeah. I'm not sure if a character died or not. Yet.
1: <laughs> so how'd the orgy go? Uh, I think someone died. I don't know. <laughs> a
0: bunch of people died yeah um but some were heroes and some were not were uh just regular people like i think it was being run uh, as like some sort of like sex house that um by two of the tnt twins who were allies of soldier boy
1: right i heard of those guys yeah
0: oh my uh this episode had a big discre- disclaimer and discretion at the beginning because there's lots of boobies and butts and buttholes and vaginas everywhere it's very yep. inappropriate episode lots of dicks yeah um awesome very much in, uh, don't show your kids this episode. Don't be watching this episode in front of your children. Ooh. Yes. It's good. On the complete opposite end of that spectrum, though, Miss mm-hmm. Marvel.
1: Yeah. has also
0: been very fun. Screw everyone who's been racist to the characters, or, or, or people, uh, uh, or, or, or who aren't watching just because the characters are, you know, they're brown people, you know? Is that incorrect term? Is that the wrong thing? I mean, they, yeah, they d- use- the, they Darker the... skinned people, yes. yeah. She, she calls herself a brown girl, so. Okay. Yeah, she calls herself, no one one, uh, thinks of the brown girls from Jersey City as heroes or something like that. Mm -hmm. Part of the series, I think, is uh, in this most recent episode, we went to uh, Pakistan, I think. Mm. And recently something else sort of happened, too, that I'm not exactly sure about what it was. But some people that we thought were good turned bad quickly. And I was like, oh, you don't have much to your character, really, do you? Which (laughs) kind of sucks. Oh, boy. You had a nice backstory, but other than that, your character's kind of meh. Mm. And neither and none of your li- and none of your allies are pretty are good either. Mm. They don't have personalities, so that's that. But other than that, I've also seen Lightyear twice. Okay, cool. I think it's a pretty good movie. I saw the scene. That's the reason why it's not being shown in 14 countries. It is literally a blink and you miss its kiss. Okay blink and you miss it i'm joking uh. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness But that's a good movie I, I don't really want to spoil it for you it really is this story sort of lights of light year it does actually have a nice twist and change on some of the lore of um of the original toy story movies in fact though i mm-hmm. um, involving i'm not gonna say who I mean, I mean, there's only two characters from those original Toy Story movies who are in this, really. They can guess. Yeah. So there you. Go. I mean, obviously, there's gonna be some changes to Buzz Lightyear. So. Of course. Yeah. So and I, I think it's a it's a movie that's well worth watching. Is it worth my money in theaters though? Hmm. Once. Yeah. I had to see it twice because of a friend, but once. Okay. Um, I would have much rather have seen Turning Red in theaters. Yeah, Turning Red deserved to be in theaters way more, I would say. Hmm. If not that, also, what was the one before that? Was it Soul, or was it the other Soul? Luca, Luca was the one before that. Luca, right? But Soul also would have been great in theaters.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: um Yeah, so Soul, and I would have rather seen Turning Red on a bigger screen. But i that's not to say that Lightyear is bad at all. It it wasn't. Um, in fact, it's very interesting with the story. And what they did exactly with Buzz Lightyear's character, I think that Chris Evans does a great job—a great job impersonating the few catchphrases of uh, Tim Allen from that mm. original movie. Mm-hmm. But and also makes his own, and also makes Buzz Lightyear his own character, like yeah. or, like a new character in, of his own, really. Like he's not really like the Toy Story Buzz Lightyear at all. No, still headstrong like the like the other Buzz Lightyear, but and stubborn, but. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Some t- something about Tim Owens was a little more ca- uh, was a little bit more calculated and not as stupid towards the later movies. Okay. I I think B- Buzz was really had like had like little to no real story. Have you ever if you ever seen Toy Story Four? Mm, His yeah. story is not good. Okay. okay. Uh, but that's what I've been watching, reading, listening to. What about yourself?
1: The only thing I've watched recently was Kenobi. I mean, oh, geez, really? Yeah.
0: Uh, we don't really have time. We got to get out of no. here. I'm yeah, sorry guys. We'll, we'll
1: we'll save Kenobi for next time. Yeah. So with all that being said, though, guys, Jordan, I'll let you take it away. Yes. Thank you so, so much for joining us here this week. Whether it was watching us live here on twitch.tv slash JNJ or listening to the audio recording of this podcast at Google Podcast, Amazon Music, Audible, TuneIn Radio, Alexa, Listen Notes, Spotify, iHeartRadio, Pandora, and Podbean. You can find us on Podbean at jnjsecurecast.podbean.com. Uh, Oh, and don't forget to share our show. Let us know when you're listening on social media. Tell a
0: friend or trick a friend into listening to our show by telling them it's something else only to find out that we are
1: cooler. Yes, you can find us on our Facebook page, which is our main source of information for us at facebook.com slash JJSecureCastPod. You can follow us on Twitter and Instagram now at JJSecureCastPod. Please don't forget to follow us on our social medias, which you can find on the top left of our screen right now. But if you're just listening to the audio version, you can follow me on Instagram and Twitter at jry nine thousand. It's over nine thousand. It's yes. over nine thousand. Indeed, and you can follow the professor here on Twitter at jgalls1918, Instagram at jgalls15, and on Twitch at twitch.tv slash jgalls15. Yes, and if you're listening to
0: us on Podbean, Spotify, or any other audio service, make sure to check us out when we're live on Twitch at twitch.tv slash underscore securitycast. We go live Thursday nights, usually around 7.30 and stay on until around 9. Join us in interacting with the conversation. Please feel free to email us with suggestions or kind words at Pod at gmail.com. Big thank you to Adobe Stock Music for our intro theme and and Purple Planet music for our outro theme. And with that, we have locked up this Sekira cast for the evening. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Oh, yes. Oh, yes, indeed. <laughs> so you're going to go to Canada. Yes, I'm going what? to Canada. What are you doing in Canada?
1: Going to visit my uh, my grandma primarily. Going to see some other family members. And we're just going to kind of... Aren't you going to that convention? Uh, yes, I'm going to TFCon. Yes. For the last three days. Yeah, I'm, the last three days of the, my time there is going to be at TFCon essentially what are you going to be doing? Anything you're anything looking to for, forward to there in particular? Uh, I'm going to buy a bunch of Transformers. Fuck yeah. And meet uh, meet, meet uh, some voice actors. Meet some voice yeah. actors and some artists. And there's even going to be one of the head VFX artists for the live action Michael Bay movies. Oh wow. Which That's... is going to be a very interesting guest. So I'm going to have to come up with at least a, one or two interesting questions there. Hell yeah. I hope it's a very interesting and insightful conversation yeah definitely uh yes. for that i think the only thing i have planned with with my grandma right now is we're just gonna go see harry potter and the cursed child oh where's on that play? uh it's playing there? that's uh that's going to be a uh in the theater like it's going to be a play nice um, all right so that, i mean i we need to i need to figure out something else to do while i'm there you'll find something
0: you'll figure hey. it out play
1: a game bring it a switch
0: yeah <laughs> speaking of playing things i'm playing this outro music here because we've got to get things to get out of here that went longer than we expected but that's normal for us is ain't it yeah. oh yeah that's fine it was a great pay-per-view we had great wrestling to talk about Day mm-hmm. forbidden door and blood and guts oh all around can't wait to talk you got to talk more and have you more we we'll, we need to bring people in we need to do something different we're doing something different yeah. next episode I think mm-hmm. yeah and I might do some gaming next week or some, a different stream for us next week guys We'll see what happens. I think I want to do. It. I'm gonna do one of the Lego streams. I want to do it real bad.
1: Yeah. All right. So have yourselves a good night, everybody. Anything else you gotta say, Jordan? No, I'm good. All right. Got nothing. I'm tired.
0: All right. Yeah, you tired? I'm tired. <laughs> have yourselves a good night, folks. We love you
1: all. Bye. Bye. See you around, D.